Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everybody, welcome to your Saturday edition of Undying Light, reading the Bible in a year. And as we've talked about these last few weeks, this is just simply a recap of what you should have read in the previous week and what to look forward to in the week to come. Not a deep exegetical dive that is left for the other shows, uh, Friday's uh, show, for instance, on the Gospel of Matthew. So there won't be any, you know, deep dive, but we will discuss a few things as they come up. And uh, I hope that you can kind of pay attention to those as they come along. Last week, uh, you would have read up through the 35th chapter in the book of Exodus. And so you would have come across uh, the giving of the Ten Commandments, and then you would have hit a whole bunch of sections on law. Uh, it is a daunting part of the Bible, and I uh, always advocate that you read those slowly and Read them in the context as they are given, as they are addressing the people of Israel. And they are good to know because this is how Israel essentially is formed. These were the laws that were given at the formation of Israel. So 35 is an interesting chapter because it stops um, kind of in the middle of a section. So if you have uh, an ESV Bible, for instance, is what I use when I uh, read in verse 30 of chapter 35, you have the construction of the tabernacle. That then carries all the way on into 36 and, in fact, finishes all of 36. So 36 uh, is encompassing the entirety of the tabernacle. Um, again, a daunting chapter as you begin your weekly reads t- uh, for tomorrow. Uh, but interesting to see how all of these things kind of fit together. Just for instance, if you go down to you know, the 14th and and so on, you'll see he also made curtains of goat's hair for a tent over the tabernacle and made 11 curtains. The length of each curtain was 30 cubits and the breadth of each curtain was four cubits. The the 11 uh, curtains were the same size. He coupled five curtains by themselves and six by themselves. And he made 15, uh, 50 loops on the edge of the outermost curtain on one set and 50 on the other connecting curtain. And so it's just a very detailed breakdown of how the tabernacle is constructed. 
my advice, read through it. It's not anything you really have to commit to memory. You know, you know, these aren't going to be verses that you're going to be quizzed on um, in heaven, but they are definitely interesting to see how these this first tabernacle, the dwelling place of God, was established. Because remember, this is God coming and dwelling with the Israelites as they journey through the desert, and this was His criteria. This was His requirements to the Israelites in order for him to dwell between them. So that is a very important section and can often just be kind of overlooked or cast away as irrelevant, but there is so much relevance to it because this is where we start to understand the importance of the temples of God's dwelling place. And we'll see that when the actual temples are uh, constructed. And then we even see that further in the new Testament, when the new dwelling place of God, the Holy spirit will be us and the importance of that. So these all are in fact, exceptionally important verses. So I always highly encourage you to just, you know, spend some time and just kind of work through them uh, as you can, don't, you know, get all tripped up over, you know, oh, is this eight frames with a base of silver and 16 bases under every frame, two bases. You know, I mean, just read it and just allow it to sit into your mind. So moving on from 36, you'll get to making of the Ark. This is the Ark of the Covenant. You've got making of the table, the lampstand and the altar of incense. 38, you'll see the uh, altar of burnt offerings. Uh, you'll see the bronze basin making the court, uh, more materials for the tabernacle. Uh, and then this is kind of neat in 39, you'll see the priestly garments being constructed. And so this is really neat. Um, and this is actually where you'll see a lot of uh, the Roman Catholic, the Orthodox, and even uh, uh, Anglican and Lutheran churches taking inspiration from these verses on how the uh, priestly garments are used. And so uh, read through that uh, and just kind of examine it. There's some really fascinating pieces there. They are uh, quite elaborate um, uh, robes that are used here for the priesthood. Chapter 40 is the last chapter. Now you have the uh, tabernacle uh, erected and then verse 34 to the end, you have the glory of the Lord. And I love this little caption here. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting because the cloud settled in on it. And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle throughout all of the journeys. Whenever the cloud was taken up over the tabernacle, the people of Israel would set out. But if the cloud was not taken up, they did not set out until the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was in the tabernacle and the fire was it by night in the sight of the house uh, in the sight of all the house of Israel throughout all their journeys. So really kind of a neat ending to the book of Exodus. Then you will uh, work into Leviticus. This will probably this looks like Tuesday's reading. You'll read chapters one through four, and so you'll get some more law. This will be laws of burnt offerings in chapter two, the law of grain offerings, chapter three, the law of peace offerings, and chapter four, the law of sin offerings. They're relatively short, but again, daunting chapters. Uh, then you move actually into five, and five will be a continuation of four with some more sin offerings. So. Again, understanding the framework and context that these verses are written in. These are written to Israel. This were, these were the laws that were constructed and given to the Israelites when they sinned. This was how they atoned for their sins. So it is exceptionally important to see this because this all pays weight to the the, uh, the, the ultimate sacrifice of Christ and how much he endured to what we should have endured 
because we should have had to offer each of these sacrifices. And even then, that doesn't com- actually atone for the sin because we are sinners and we continuously need to atone for our sin. And so this is the replacement that Christ brings. And so that's, uh, you know, it's just exceptionally important, in my opinion, these these couple of chapters. So pay attention to uh, chapters one, probably through chapters, uh, well, most of Leviticus. You know, a lot of people don't like it, but it is a deeply uh, rich book and there there's a lot of good things here to pull out so uh, chapter five you'll actually start um, the next day and you'll continue on reading of the sin offerings and then you'll go into the law of guilt offerings and then the priest and the offerings uh, and then you'll conclude that day with chapter seven and then in chapter eight you'll pick up with the consecration of Aaron and his sons the Lord accepts Aaron's offering and then you'll have the death of Nadab and Abihu. This is where Aaron's sons offer up the wrong incense. The wrong offering is given to God and God strikes them down. So this is an interesting chapter. Pay attention to it again. Read through it slowly. And you know, understand the concept of how God wants to be worshipped. This is not, to be blunt, this isn't a game. This isn't a a roulette session of we get to choose how we uh, worship God because God sets the criteria of worship. And coming from a traditional, liturgically-based, confessional Lutheran church, we have a traditional service where we have certain things in certain orders and we sing the, the hymns and we worship God and we communicate with God. But in the modern church now, we see a lot of these they you know these contemporary worship structures, and we see the you know the bands playing, and there is a no reverence for the sacraments. There's no uh, confession and absolution. There is no uh, creeds recited. There's no proclamation of faith given, and they are essentially just a TED talk for the popular stage preacher, and it's. In my opinion, that is the complete opposite of how we have worshipped God through uh, is the complete opposite of how we worship God from Scripture and church history. So pay attention to chapter ten because you will find the the response that God gives, and that is in the death of Nadab and Abihu. Now, obviously, that's not going to be the case with everybody today because we see all sorts of weird and wacky types of church services, but this was. You know, there was a specific reason why God did this and made this a point in uh, the early parts of Israel. And this was to establish the criteria going forth. So pay attention to that. Moving on, you get the clean and unclean animals in chapter 11. Chapter 12 is the purification uh, after childbirth. Very short chapter. Chapter 13 is laws about leprosy. 14 is the last day, so this will be your Saturday's, next Saturday's reading laws for cleansing lepers and laws for cleansing houses, laws for bodily discharges. I'm sure that's going to be everybody's favorite section to read, and that's what you finish the week on. So a whole section on bodily discharges. I hope you enjoy it because it will be wonderful. So again, this was all done to separate Israel from the rest of the world. These, these are very specific uh, laws given in very specific contexts. Uh, they, they have no application outside of Israel as a nation. To the Gentiles, they don't apply. Uh, the Ten Commandments do, 
and we'll see that when we get to the book of Romans, when Paul writes on Romans 1 that God wrote the law, being the Ten Commandments, on the hearts of all people. So that's the difference between the two. And obviously we've got uh, a whole episode dedicated, a whole series of episodes dedicated to law gospel distinctions. And in fact, I wrote a book about it. And so if you're interested, that should be being published here very shortly. So that's the show. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week as we continue on the journey in uh, Leviticus. I think that will take us, what, one, two, three, four, five, six. It might be into numbers by next week. So I uh, hope you guys have a great week. And we'll see you all later. God bless. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Winning is an everyday mindset, and we're here to help. I'm Craig Robinson. Join me and Coach John Calipari for Ways to Win. We're kicking off during March Madness. Cal's Kentucky Wildcats are in the hunt. So throughout the tournament, I'm going to call up my friend to ask about his wins, losses, and especially what he's telling his players in the locker room. You got to win every day. Find the Ways to Win podcast anywhere you listen. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.